0: Start. Okay, Okay. Started recording. Welcome to MLC or Give me a call.
1: And
0: um, uh, would you like to pray in laws? Because um, like, I, I'm like I'm still without my students.
2: Yes, thank you. I will just do it spontaneously, but it will be wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I place my, my hand on my heart and connect with love and gratitude. I'm so grateful for this call. I'm so grateful for all the people who are listening or who are listening later. I'm so grateful for our whole community, for it is really so wonderful to be connected to the love of who we are and to always discover the truth of who we are. This is so wonderful and such an awful experience and such an awful experience to really know that we are all connected that we are all forming one huge community of love and compassion. And we let go of all feelings of not knowing what to do, of not knowing how to react, and of not knowing what to do in specific situations. I let go of all things which are in our way. I let go of everything which seems to be against us for, I really know that everything is for our highest and best, that we cannot do anything wrong, that we are always guided and the higher Holy Spirit self is always there and guiding us in every situation. And even though we sometimes don't know what to do and we cannot feel it, it's always, help is always there and the connection is established and it's nothing to do we are just being uh, together and helping each other and this is such a wonderful experience that uh, it's beyond words that the truth is always part of ourselves and i'm so thankful for it and i share all the benefits and all our willingness in, in moving forward on this part with everyone for we are all connected we are all one In grace and gratitude, I let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Yes, it's a wonderful opportunity. If nobody's there, we can just talk about what is in our mind. I can start to share about my uh, situation at home. My wife has agreed to do a marriage guide with me. And yes, yeah, it was really a wonderful experience for me because I really felt that it's a little bit difficult for her to talk about spiritual themes. But when there's somebody who listens to her and who has a different point of view, like the psychotherapist, it has helped her a lot. And I really feel that a lot of things are changing. So it's, yes, it's my spiritual work and the prayers are really very helpful for me. It's a way of having patience, I feel. Not really knowing. I was a little bit, yes, I thought it should be done in a specific way and it should be done suddenly. But maybe it's really the time that I, to have patience for me and to let it go and to give it always over to the higher Holy Spirit self and saying it's for my highest and best no matter what will be the outcome. And this was a very important thing for me to really learn patience and continue to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And this was a very important experience for me, this patience and this discovery that it really doesn't matter how long it will take. It will take, it really doesn't matter what things will happen, but just the connection is there and I can develop trust in this. This was Mm -hmm. my experience last week.
0: Last week? (laughs) It sounds like it's been happening for a while. I really appreciate listening to you because it's really a sense that um, you're just holding the space for yourself, and that, in in doing so, that um, holds it for for everyone. And for me, when I'm challenged, so thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you also for saying it is such a wonderful experience to know that we are always connected. And even though sometimes we don't see the connection, we don't feel it, it's always there. I mean, on the last uh, community call in Masterful Living One, I've heard a wonderful expression from one of the participants. She said, we are in a specific situation to win. Mm. So really everything is, is, is an opportunity of winning, of Moving forward and making new experiences, no matter how we interpret it, how matter no matter how we perceive it, connection is always there, and it's always for our highest and best.
3: Hmm. Well, I
0: wonder about hearing that, but thank you, maybe I'll listen again. But
3: hmm,
4: it's always
0: good to have that incentive of another
4: perspective
0: probably h l heard something then I can go back and listen to it and go, Wow, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Hmm. I know mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's just, um nothing's really coming to me but I felt like I had to speak. <laughs> so go ahead if you have something. Mm-hmm.
2: One thing which was also going through my head was uh, my reaction to political themes. I mean, the whole Europe is talking about the Brexit, but I just uh, feel that it might be for the highest and best of all involved. It's not affecting me so much, I feel. I don't talk so much about it, but I really feel that we are all connected with each other, no matter how the political situation is, no matter what will appear in the outside world, because it's all an illusion. I mean, it's for us to wake up. It's important uh, to make these experiences, and it's a very different perspective. I think that nothing can really affect us in a very deep way, because it's really our own interpretation. And two weeks ago, I made a wonderful appointment. I met a lady from England who was also interested in ACIM. I met her on Facebook and we had a wonderful chat just for two hours. But it was a wonderful experience. How easy it is to find people who are interested, like-minded souls, I would say, and to just sit there and talk without any expectation. And this is a wonderful experiences, that the community is growing larger and larger. <clears throat>
0: just two hours?
1: That's... Just two <laughs> that's hours, yes. She,
2: yes, we don't have so much time. We didn't have so much time for she was um, had an appointment with a friend and she just mailed me some uh, days before she went to Munich and she was just interested in getting to know me. It was really a wonderful experience, because uh, some years ago I would have thought, okay, what does she want, is this a good mm-hmm. idea, and these things like that, and I just gave it over to the Higher Holy Spirit and said, okay, and <laughs> it was really funny, exactly on this Saturday, my kids had uh, date outside, they went to a chess tournament, and so I was really free of meeting her, and this was really a very deep experience that everything is arranged, if it should be so. And so I feel that the community is growing bigger and bigger, and I got, get to know more and more people, and I don't have any expectations. This is really wonderful, it was just, um, I really didn't think about my appearance, how uh, should I be, Why I just went there and said, okay, everything is fine, (laughs) I didn't have to do anything, it's just being there. This was a totally different experience for some years ago. I was always thinking, okay, what do the, are the others thinking of me? How will they react when they see me and these things? And now I can just be there without having any expectation and without self-criticism. It's really a wonderful experience to discover that the self-love, which is inside myself, this is really the important.
1: Yeah, I mean, what one the one word I heard and
0: uh, I don't think you spoke about it a lot it was well. I, to what came to my mind is the
1: thinking, and I've been reading um, the Quincy manuscripts and kind of not, you know,
0: I started from the beginning, but it's just I just couldn't do it, and so I just jump around. I just ask for. Um, Guidance will be helpful, and just open. It. And sometimes I have to go back a page, but I was reading something yesterday about opinions, how uh, thinking and opinions, um, and believe. I mean, that's the whole thing that about Quimby, is that it's the beliefs of it's the beliefs you hold that
1: um, can limit you limit your experience i think sounds mm. like you're
0: letting it go
1: mm.
0: oh we have a third person now is it you want to yes, say hello this
4: is anna marie <laughs> this is anna uh. marie sorry hi yeah. no, to all of you <laughs> uh, sorry for coming in late but uh Sometimes it's better late than never. <laughs> it's
0: always it's always better late than never.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I
2: think. <laughs> and it's wonderful that you are here. It's all for our highest and good. Everything is arranged for our...
4: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I guess it's, it's you
1: know, a little late. I don't think so. But... Um, I can see this world very so, oriented oh, yeah, that way. Yeah. I find that when I feel something
4: is working now, I immediately get more challenges, you know? And, and I'm I am sure it's for my good, but I guess I don't think immediately that it's for my good. I, many times first, I think how to solve this, you know. Ah. (laughs) And, of course, uh, there is no solution in the world, I know. So, like... uh, Right now, my husband, and I think I mentioned that I'm his caregiver, even though I have help sometimes, some days. But, like, lately, I mean, he really, many times he knows exactly what's going on and understands, and um, every so often he's confused. But um, lately... Uh, he's changing his uh, his way of getting up or going to sleep. Or he wants to sleep all day, and then it seems that he gets up very early, you know, like five o'clock. And uh, so it's uh, somehow the schedule gets just off balance, and I I'm wondering how I can, of course on one hand i'm wondering how can i improve that situation on the other hand i definitely i don't know how and um i also i find essentially i can just only care for him i cannot talk really with him anything in depth i know it seem it appears to me on the surface that he has fear in him. Uh, You know, he's 94 years old, and somehow he has fear in him. I wish to alleviate it, but um, of course, all I can do is pray, pray for him, and so on. So I don't know how... I honestly don't know how to do anything about this situation but then I have another challenge and I have definitely a challenge with my vision and um, it seems complicated but I I just pray that um, I'll be healed whichever way I get healed maybe get healed through mental vision maybe get healed through physical vision or I don't know so in a way maybe I ask for prayers from the two of you for for these
1: challenges mm, thank you for asking mm, definitely I actually
0: really love it when someone asks for prayers because I just, um, it helps me sometimes. Sometimes I have a challenging time praying for myself, but really praying for others. I mean, I guess we're all one, so it doesn't really matter. I know Jennifer speaks that She doesn't pray for herself anymore. She prays for others, so... uh I'd really like to get to that spot, that point. I'm really interested in um uh, feeling like I don't need prayer anymore. <laughs> I'm really interested in that.
3: It's
0: really I'm but inviting that in. I'm I'm accepting that possibility.
2: But I also like it when somebody asks for prayers because I have got used to it when somebody tells some things and I pray immediately during the call and it feels so great afterwards. I really feel so connected to you and the other people who are asking for prayers in this situation. For I can so much relate to what you have just. I mean, there are so many situations where I also feel that I don't know what to do, that I really Mm -hmm. haven't got a solution and I really don't know what the solution will be. I mean, in my work with pupils, I I don't really know what's the best solution, but the solution for me has become giving it over to the higher Holy Spirit self, sitting and saying, okay, I don't know what to do, please show me the right way. I'm just willing to be a beacon of love for everyone and show me the right way for the highest and best of all involved. I mean, this is so powerful for me to give it over and to say, okay, I need to find a solution. I don't I don't need to be in the way it's important really to for me to be connected to the situation to see or to perceive it in a different way and so it's such a relief not having to do anything about the situation but just be there and be accepting what will come
4: Well that that is very true and then I have a side then I have a side thought that says it's always the same; nothing has changed.
1: <laughs> but uh,
4: of course, of course, I—that I guess that means I have a little bit of an attachment. The attachment of something has to happen. But mm-hmm. obviously, nothing has to happen, and that's, I have to let go my attachment. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're bringing this up this way. I never even thought of it, that I had an attachment, that it should, something should happen, you know. But I do, I realize this, just through the conversation. So this is a clarification for me that's very important, and I thank you for that and for your prayers.
2: And what also comes up for me, sometimes I need some time to open myself up to really see what has happened. I mean, in my work at school, there were so many situations where I was praying and praying and said, nothing has happened. But some months afterwards, I found nothing has happened on the outside, but I totally feel at peace. Why Why did I say nothing has happened? A lot of things have happened on the inside, but it's, yeah, sometimes for me it's really difficult to see what has happened mm-hmm. in just yes. one or two days. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yes, that's so, so true. I mean, I just realized that with courses, I'm retraining my mind, you
0: know, because so often, I mean, I'm still, like it says in The the Course in Miracles, I'm still way too tolerant of mind wandering, (laughs) but I do find that the more I I, um, focus on it, even if I don't believe it's possible. I'm open. I just open my, myself up to possibility to, because I don't know what what's happening. Like you said, Lars, you know, it doesn't seem like it is, but something's happening. I just can't see it. And so I just open myself up to that. And um, and sometimes I can see it and I can see it more often and it doesn't seem, it's like, <clears throat> It's like the sun, the sun, the amount of daylight changes every day, like by a minute or two, depending on where you're at. Right? Depends. Only changes only by a minute or two, but after a month, it's like, wow, it's getting dark at nine and not eight. You know? I mean, it's you see a difference, and it may only be like a, a a little bit at a time. It may
1: just be, you know, but it, I'm changing. I know I'm changing. Every thought, I'm changing. Because that's what really, what <clears throat> to me,
0: that's what comes to me. Is that that's what everything is. Everything's a, an idea. So, I mean supposedly in the course what's what we are, we were an idea and a thought in the in the mind of God, you know? And look where we are and she's like, Whoa <laughs> we're just a thought But um all creative ideas, all all things, even probably ego, I don't know, was like started out as a thought
3: and
1: you know, and we can rethink it.
2: Yes, what comes into my mind, I listened to David Hofmeister once and he said there is no thought apart of, from God. I mean everything mm-hmm. is connected to God when it's real. There are only ego thoughts which are apart from God but they are not real.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's good to keep that in our minds, that thought, that is so true obviously. I guess uh, in our human frailty, we we veer off sometimes, and so we just pray for going back to the original that everything is with God. All the thoughts are with God, including my own thoughts.
0: Hmm. I, you I, know, something that comes up for me is. I think I even spoke about this before, so, um, you know, forgive me or whatever. If I, it's the same thing. But I, I fell down last week, and so um, I hurt my knee. And at first I didn't feel, I didn't feel, um didn't feel, I wasn't, I was surprised. I thought I'd be limping or something the next day, and I wasn't, I wasn't. But it's interesting, about three or four days into it, it started hurting. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the inside of the knee hurting? It felt like it was the surface where the part that was healing was hurting. And it, and it and it's when I focused on it, it hurt a lot more. But when I was distracted with other stuff, I kind of forgot about it. And so it really affected me when I slept and noticed it a lot. But um, but but I just. I thought, oh, I didn't want it to heal. I I kept thinking that and I realized what I was thinking. That I was thinking. I didn't want something to happen that, I mean, for one thing, it was healing. I realized it was healing. That's, that's part of the, the, what seemed discomfort for me because things were rushing to it and healing. And, um, and so I, I just, and that happened for like three, three days. It went on. And finally I said, <clears throat> you just, me, you're just, I kind of kissed it like a child, you know, like you do a child and they go, you just, you're healing. You just heal away and I love you for healing. And I just, I just
1: loved it. And you know what? It's like, and it
0: really started, it really shifted. It, didn't, it stopped healing. I didn't, I don't remember, maybe it, Maybe it was on my mind. Maybe it was still hurting, but I didn't feel it because I was just loving the healing. And I knew it was healing. And I think I heard myself speak about how even when it seems like we're in resistance and reluctance, that is actually the healing coming up.
1: You know? That is healing happening. It's happening. Mhm yeah
4: i I think this is applicable to many things, even just to thoughts that we when we have repeated thoughts um, it, nothing is happening um maybe I have a resistance to to the healing, and instead just being grateful that healing is is going on without me having an attachment without me seeing it. I think this is a very very good lesson. Because when you think of God, God is all powerful, is all perfect, is all is as all these adjectives that are per- perfection. Well, how can it be otherwise?
3: Mm
4: -hmm. and uh, I have to say that uh, I guess that's also the mind training to train myself to always remember God's perfection that that perfection is here and it affects Mm -hmm. me in every way
0: and I, I had a session this week and I realized how much I mean, I, I seem to be, same thought seems to be coming up, how much, um, I'm attached to whatever is happening to this, in this world, for my beliefs, you know, my, my mm-hmm. self-worth, and that this is happening, that whatever is, it, cause I see, that's what my mind, for like the first 50 some years of my life, that's all I knew, you know, and so I practiced that diligently. I mean, think about it. I don't know how long you've been. This has been, but know this is a new, fairly new thought for me. If I thought about it, probably many billions of times. If you figure fifty years, and I mean, if you figure you can have ten thousand thoughts a day, can you imagine how many fifty years is? And so, um. So I've only been doing this for a short period of time. It's it's I'm I'm a training. It's okay. I I had plenty of training one way. Now I need to re refocus my training. And uh, I think uh this is something my brother in law has passed away, his body's passed away. But um um he, because I used to really get down on myself, like, oh, I need to change. Oh, I need to be different. Oh, I need to do this. so oh, and he goes, no. And this is something that comes up for me now. I'm like, his his physical self is, seems gone, right? But the thought is still there in my mind. I remember it's like he told me, no, Carla, you don't need to change. You're just a diamond. You just need to polish yourself to let yourself shine, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing. I'm polishing myself.
2: This is a very important thought also for me. I was trying for years to change myself to really uh, be some somebody different and it's a wonderful picture that you have just shared being a diamond, a wonderful diamond. It's just uh, to discover that we are this diamond inside ourselves. A very helpful thought and I must really say you've just mentioned how difficult it is sometimes to change belief systems for we have lived our whole life with these belief systems. I have developed so much compassion for other people. When I started spiritual path I tried a little bit to convince other people of what I've just found out but now I really feel how difficult it must be for someone who has his or her belief system to really accept something different, for he has lived his whole life in this belief system the same way as I. And this helps me really to develop a deep understanding for other people's behavior, for really feel there are so many belief systems in it. I mean, for example, I have a colleague who is very much, yes, he's very strict and he is a very controlling and manipulative person. And um, so, five or six years ago, I didn't like him very much, for I really felt uh, not so comfortable around him. And now I really understand him. When I talk to him, I really feel okay. He is talking about his belief system, and I cannot judge them for i have I had the same belief system in a different way. I had different belief system, but uh, it's the same way I had my own belief system, and it was so difficult for me to change until I have discovered that the truth lies within myself, but this was a great a huge discovery, and I can only help other people by sharing my insights for them to discover. The insights which are important for them, that they can discover them by themselves, and this
1: Mm. is very important for me.
2: Just compassion. Yes,
1: that's true.
4: This affects everything that we look at, be it the whole, the big world, be be the atrocities that are out there, uh, the wars. But also the good things that are happening. I mean, they're behind all of these things, there are some belief systems.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what Jennifer. I'm sometime. I don't know when I heard from her. She's like, <clears throat> that's what the ego, what we call the ego, and what we call Holy Spirit is. Those are just belief systems. You know, the ego is a belief system, and ego and the Holy Spirit is a belief system. I mean, it's just, and it's it was so powerful for me that like that's what that's all the thing about just changing your mind, just changing,
1: choosing again, you know, and yeah. Yes you can ever
2: choose again in every situation the wonderful mm-hmm. message that I mean we are. I mean, every one of us, I suppose, uh, chooses the ego in some situations. It's absolutely normal, but it's it's not a tragedy if we have chosen the ego. We can choose again, and when we don't choose uh, the higher Holy Spirit self, in the second situation, a third situation will come up, and the fourth situation until we have really learned our lesson. So we can learn our lesson, and we have a very helpful teacher who is always telling us, no matter... How slow you learn, you are always welcome. I'm always there to support you. This is very powerful message for me. I remember when I was in my 30s, I had a psychotherapist who told me because I was frustrated when we talked about a a mistake I've considered a mistake I've made. And he said, okay, when you haven't learned it the second time, then you will do it a third time and maybe you will learn it a a fourth time. And maybe you will learn it after you have done the mistake a hundredth time. It really doesn't matter.
1: And something comes to my mind that just, I just
0: remembered something that I used to, I have these prayers. So every night I used to, I used to have these little prayer cards and pray to like the, the, the sacred flame of the day, <laughs> the most, um, the dominant flame for that day because I wanted to get the most bang out of the buck.
1: <laughs>
0: and, um, and then I kind of stopped. I I, I didn't really feel any difference. I didn't really feel any shifting or anything. I just kind of, you know, I went to North Carolina, and it kind of, you know, changed my, uh, didn't have my cards with me, and so, well, maybe I did, that came away. And so, anyhow, so I didn't for a while. That's what I'm getting to. I didn't for a while. So now I don't do it every day. I'm not saying that I don't. Nothing happens every day, but it just comes to me once in a while, the thought of the praying to that flame, and I do, and it's kind of amazing. It doesn't happen every time. I, I don't really monitor it, but some amazing, I have amazing dreams that I wake up and I go, ooh, there's something there. What's there? In that dream, that it was so powerful. Like one last one, I remember someone came knocked on my door and said that I hit their car, and I'm like, what? And they showed me their car, what was damaged. It was in the side, and there's no way I could have hit. I'm parked in front of them, right? And it was interesting in the dream. I'm like, I just said, there's no way I could have done that, and. Um, and he said, "We're going to get the police, and we're going to have the police come." And I'm like, "Fine, the truth will be shown." You know, whatever what, what happened, what happened. I wasn't attached to what, what would, what they decide, what would happen. And it's just really, it was a powerful dream for me because I wasn't, I was being accused of something, but I was like, I just didn't feel it in my heart. I just didn't feel it. It was true, and it's like, okay, whatever happens, it happens. You know, I'll I'll be with it. I just don't feel it. And it was a very powerful thing for me because I take so many events that have, seem to happen in the world and use them for, like, I connect, uh, you know, the healing of my knee with my,
1: knee injury,
0: but I don't know what it was, but it could have been, but it might not have been. But my mind likes to connect things I see in the world to, like, beliefs and, and support them with things I see in the world. But that dream was very powerful in the sense that
1: I don't have to do that anymore. I mean, I can let go of that. And if it does seem that way, I can let go of that. Yes. And I, can, I even had to let go of thinking I should be praying every night.
0: And I'd let go of that. <laughs> it's just, every time I let go of something, there's like something, another little gem underneath i'm like ooh, i got to let go of that piece of crap (laughs) and now i see i see the gem it's just like it's starting it's starting to surface underneath i don't quite see it but
1: um clear away a little bit more of the crap and there it is i see it
2: Yes, it's all about letting go. I mean, our whole life is a lesson Mm -hmm. of letting go. Mm -hmm. I remember when I started Masterful Living, it was the same for me. I thought, okay, it's important for me to pray every day to do it and to do it at a specific time. And now I pray every day, but I don't do it for I feel it is important, but it's just a natural habit. It has become a natural habit for me that I, when I am in a situation, I start to pray, but not because I'm forced to do it, because, but only because I feel uh, guided to do it. This is a totally different sense of it.
1: I think we have a new person. I just looked at the computer, it has gone off. Does anybody else want to speak up? number out, recognize. H- hello. Hi, it's Lorraine here. Uh, oh.
3: Sorry, I just said hello. I called in a bit late, so I just listened to
0: the conversation. Wow. Great, Lorraine. Right? Welcome.
3: Thank you, Sarah. it's really mm-hmm. nice to hear you. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, thank you, Lorraine, for coming in on it. Yeah, <laughs> Hi, you.
3: Lorraine. Hi. And thank you. Happy to hear you. For being here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm in. I'm not. I'm still at work, so I probably won't be able to talk for long. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed hearing everybody, and uh, it's. Uh, um, I relate to that letting go of things. It seems to be uh, an ongoing thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's a challenge sometimes to just to know when to let it go, and both past ones as well. Uh, being aware of them and and trying to release them, I think I I I I, I do I've begun to recognise them a lot more myself. So. Uh, but yeah, I suppose it slowly, slowly, every day, uh, you know, working on it better. Uh, uh, thank you, guys, and I, I'm I'm going to like uh, well I'll go back to mute for now, if that's okay. And, and thank you very much.
4: Bye-bye. Thank you for your uh, contribution, and it's true mm-hmm. we let go every day, and um, sometimes we I am not even aware that I'm right now in front of something that I can or need to let go because somehow the awareness is not there this is and i pray for getting more of the awareness then i can let it go you know we we are so i am so used to doing things you know the old fashioned mm-hmm. way <laughs> so so i as uh, carla said we need the mind training and that's I think I have to push my mind training
1: a great deal uh, It's happening i I want to share something that something came up that was prompted like fifteen minutes
0: ago and something I wrote i don't I don't know stuff just came out, and it just um came up from my um, intention for my my spiritual counseling work, and I just wanted to share it, and I think it's all of our intentions. I hear it in all of our our connection, our communication our talking, so I will speak from I am, but it's all of us. I really wanna include everybody. I feel like it's all of us. So, I am willing to be an instrument for peace, healing, and be a beacon of light for truth. My intention for my life in this session is to see everyone as whole, healed, and complete, despite what the world seems to show me. I am completely understanding and compassionate for the challenges presented in our lives, and I'm willing to hold the truth for all of us. I remember to hold in my mind that I do not work alone. All the company of heaven is assisting and supporting me and all of us. We are allowing this to be
1: made manifest in our lives and share this healing with everyone. Thank you for letting me share that. It just felt very powerful to me. This is very powerful. Thank you, Carla. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. I also could feel the energy behind it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carolyn. It's beautiful. It's Thanks. Yeah. And please, curious to my eyes because I
0: know this isn't just me. I wrote it or it seemed like I penned it or whatever it came out of me. It wasn't me. It was the I am presence that, that and it's I don't know. It just makes me tear up when I think that that's what we're all doing. All of us, even the people who, even the people who seem to be, using it wrongly. I think I spoke about this in like June, was it June Fourth, May Fourth, no June Fourth. I don't remember. Uh, on the community call with Linda about how things seem to be happening when I was little, I was really. I don't know. Let's see if I can find it. It's page seventeen in, in in the Sacred Flames book. And I think I spoke many times on that call.
1: But um, um, oh, let's see. Um, uh, I can't. I can't find it. But.
0: We're 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 attempting. We are learning. We're uh,
1: putting aside all the things of this world. Oh, here it is.
0: We came here with an agenda to attain soul perfection and expand our divinity to the fullness of our God mastery and wisdom. No, and it came to me that. In that phone call, that no matter what is happening for anybody, anybody in the world, that's what they are all doing, and it is up to me to realize that in every moment. And it's, it's my choice. Whatever they choose, I mean, whatever happens, that that's my choice, and that's what I'm
1: choosing. Even when I forget, when it seems like I forget, I'm still choosing that. Uh oh! I hear, I see
0: lights lighting up, but I can't hear people now. So, yeah, they just need... yeah. okay. Oh, I can hear it. I can hear it now.
1: Yeah, and the phone goes quiet like this. Sometimes my phone goes
0: mute, so I I don't know what's going on, because uh, unless I hear something, some background noise or somebody talk, mm. uh, my stream goes mute. I just I don't know what
1: happens once, once a week, once a day. Uh, yes, but I personally.
2: I have thought a lot about the thing that I always can change my mind. I have had a personal experience which was very powerful in this regard. When I went to the marriage guidance with my wife, she was asked how much she loved me. And she said, not so much. And at first I felt very sad about it and think, okay, is she really the right partner for me? And I gave it over to the higher Holy Spirit self and I got the answer. It's all a matter of interpretation. Maybe it was important for her to let go of this feeling of frustration. And it has nothing to do that she doesn't love me. It has also to do of expressing her anger and frustration. It was a cry uh, for love. And when I felt this, I could see it in a totally different way. I could really say, okay, it really doesn't matter for me now. I'm uh, not seeing it from the perspective of the ego, but from the perspective of the higher Holy Spirit self, that everything we choose is either an expression of love or a cry for love. And this shifted my experience of the situation totally. I didn't feel hurt anymore, but I really felt connected to her as a... Yes, it's a new way of perceiving the situation. This was really a wonderful and very powerful experience for me, how much, how easy it is to let go and how the solutions will appear when we give it
1: over with sincerity. Wow. Thank you
0: for letting us know that. I can feel that. Power. I can feel that. Mm, healing that happened there.
2: I can feel it.
1: Yeah.
2: And the wonderful thing is that every situation is full of these healing opportunities, no matter what is coming up. And this is the powerful message behind.
1: Yeah, it's so true. We give it all the meaning has, right? I
2: remember Jennifer once talked about an experience she had at the Agape Spiritual Center in Los Angeles where the Reverend Michael Beckwith, she talked about a group where somebody was complaining the whole time and the other people were angry at him and uh, Michael Beckwith said to them he just wants to be rejected and because he wants to get confirmation of the belief he is bad. And then things started to shift because the others in the group just let him complain and just showed him love and compassion instead of being angry at him. And this was so powerful, he had to leave the room. And when he came back, he said that he had never felt so much love because he was not rejected but accepted, although he was behaving badly. This was a really powerful message for me. I thought about it so many times, and it came up
1: some minutes ago. And I remember that story, yeah. I love that story. Mm-hmm. It seems like what you just spoke about loss your experience with your wife, it's actually the same story.
2: Uh-huh. Absolutely. But I needed some time To understand it, I perceived it totally differently and now I really start to understand what is behind
1: it. Okay, sometimes I'm, i I'm,
0: I'm seeing a little time challenge. I don't really pay attention to it. So I guess it's, and sometimes I actually, I think once I actually stopped the call 20 minutes early because I got like confused on the time. <laughs> but, um, it's like five, two. So, um, I really felt like in this, um, Time of sharing. I would thank everybody for showing up. It's so interesting. It's like because in the states it's the Fourth of July weekend, and everybody except for me, everybody who showed up was not <laughs> in the states. And I and
1: uh,
0: I don't know. Just I, I love that. So um, I'd like to see the whole conversation was actually I heard felt it, releasing a lot of stuff, so, and even asking for prayers, I heard that a couple of times, but, so, if anybody wants to, has any one uh, thing they want to share or a prayer request, then we'll pray out.
1: I pray for continued awareness of blocks <laughs> and uh, healing, continued healing it's of course a prayer request for my healing for total healing in my family Um, I had an experience where still feels really open, but
0: of a total open heart. Um last week and and whenever I notice it, whenever I take a minute to notice it, so I'm just asked for assistance to remember to focus where my focus is to choose again and to focus on love
1: and to be aware of whenever I'm not with love Okay, um, I know you prayed in large,
0: but is anybody else uh, or anybody uh, interested in mm, praying out
1: and bringing forth the light in their prayer? I I know it will happen. I'll pray then. Great, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's uh, so, uh, feel so grateful. Mm. Just feeling that gratitude, just
0: so grateful and thankful. Mm. That we are the diamond. That we are polishing ourselves, that we are releasing all that all that soot on top of that appears to be on the surface of us, so that we are we are becoming more connected we are we are seeing it more in our actions and our thoughts and our life and not being attached to whether we see it or not. it is there that diamond that is us, that we are polishing because we are, we are open to the truth, seeing the truth that we are
1: as children of God, as the light of the world, and shining that forth and choosing that Choosing again, choosing that. And being that beacon. Whether we
0: recognize it in the moment or not, we are that beacon. We are that light.
1: And we are shining it to ourselves and to the rest of the world. And we share all that understanding
0: and realization and growth and expansion and fullness that we feel in those moments when we feel that fullness, that wholeness that we are. We share all that lovingly, freely, without choice
1: with everyone, every single, everyone. Freely. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you for showing up and
0: giving me, helping me, assisting me, and praying. I felt it from all of you.
2: Thank you so much
0: to
1: all of Mm -hmm. you.
4: Thank you, Carla. Thank you, everyone.
1: Mm -hmm. We all receive the grace and we thank Mm -hmm. everyone and share it with everyone. Yes. Amen. Thank you. If anybody wants to add, that's great.
3: Uh, Thank you, everybody, and for all your sharing, and happy Fourth of July uh, to you guys in America.
4: <laughs> yes,
0: all right. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot. And well, you're in America. I forgot about you. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm in America, too. <laughs> I forgot
1: <what's> that. <laughs> right. Okay,
3: oh, thanks you? thank you. Right.
1: Bye-bye. bye okay. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.